0: Welcome back, everyone, to Beyond Well. I am so excited to tell you we are in season two, yeah. officially. What? Yes, I know. Um, somebody asked me how I decided to, to come to season two, and I said because um, there is this thing in podcasting where 90% of podcasters drop out by the 24th episode. And I was like, we're going to make it to the 24th episode oh, before so cool. we have season two. So congratulations, oh. Dr. Brian Goff and Dr. Jenna yes. Lejeune. Yeah, I know. It's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah, thanks to our audience who's listening. That's awesome. And thanks to, uh, of course... Our sponsors, including the Foundation for Excellence in Mental Health Care, we love those guys. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting them at our website. I am so psyched to have Haley Johnson in studio today. First of all, because I love a story about people who try very hard to get what they want in this world. And I don't think I've ever met a musician who is so determined to achieve her dream than you, Haley. Oh,
1: thank you. Sheila. I'm not kidding
0: you. It's it's like I think people see you and they think she's super talented. She was American Idol. She has everything going for. Her. But I actually know how hard you work to get what you want.
1: Yeah, it's a grind. Yeah <laughs> what's
0: your what's your touring and performing schedule been like for the past like six
1: months? Gosh, well, at the start of the year, it was. This has been the craziest year of my life. Um, It started with a month-long tour in Europe through Germany, Austria, and Switzerland. Um, That was all of February. And then I was home for two days, and I went on tour with this DJ named Big Wild. I learned how to play bass in Europe so I could be his bass player and backup singer. So I was on tour (laughs) with a a totally different genre of music for the entire month of March and then home for two days again, and then I went on tour with... um, this band, Joseph. You guys know Joseph oh, from Portland. So fantastic. I yes. opened for them for, um, for like, you know, a handful of, sh- dozen shows or something. Wow. So it's been a wild year. And then, mm-hmm. um,
0: so I know you've been playing on the sub-stages for Michael Franti. How do you learn that he wants you to open for him on the main stage?
1: Well, that actually came about because I have been playing the Britfest Garden stage for a long time. Yeah. Um, just trying to, you know make myself known and it's such an amazing venue and I got to know the 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 man who books there and he just happened to need an opener last minute for him so I've only done that one show with Michael Franti it's so great but- though when that
0: happens i mean you you learn in theater like all of the women the main actresses of our time that got there. Break because somebody else had a cold or couldn't right. show up, or you know. <laughs> totally. I always, I always say, just be ready for that moment, you know, when they actually need you to jump in. Yeah. So let's hear a little bit of your new music, if you don't mind.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, I'm going to play you guys a song called "I'll See You Around." Um, it was written by myself and Slater Smith of the Weather Machine, yeah, a Portland band here in town, and uh, it's just kind of about telling that inner critic in your mind to. Zip it for a second. <laughs> You're gonna be in gonna be in your power and move on with your life. So <laughs> here we go.
2: <clears throat> I'm on a mission to break my condition. I've been wishing. Another way out Cause I feel all this doubt When I think about it I keep thinking about it It's going around So look at me now I'm the tip on the counter I'm the jam in the jar I'm on my way out So if you're on your way out If you're coming with me Like Clyde like Bonnie rope tied around my hands I gotta get out I scream and I shout you don't know what love is what caring about is man you're tearing me down I'm the jam in the jar I'm on my way out So if you're on your way out If you're coming with me Like Clyde or like Bonnie Then I'll see you all issues my whole life i've been trying to get you to understand that i am who i am but you say my reflection is just a deception i can't learn my lesson it's messing messing me up
0: That's beautiful. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Is that from Van
1: Golden Days? It is. Wow. It's gorgeous. Thank you.
3: Um, What a way to start a Monday No kidding, right? (laughs) (laughs) I know. Just uh, wake
1: up, Pause (laughs) your podcast and
4: rewind a couple of minutes and listen to that again.
0: So (laughs) Haley um, was one of the, you were a runner-up on American Idol? How far um, did you
1: get? I made it to the top 24.
0: Top 24, yeah. and I thought, okay, so you get on American Idol, and every every music producer in the country comes out, and they're going to actually take all of the great talent, whether or not you're number one or number two. It's not the case, is it? I mean, don't you don't get a studio deal just because you made it in the top 24? Oh, no. Yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> so, so what was it like? Um, after you learned, like, okay, I did this, I exposed myself to all these people and got all yeah. these millions of fans, and yet the studios haven't called.
1: Right. I, I feel like those shows, they, they're they amazing for, especially now that Instagram's more popular and it's an amazing opportunity for exposure and gaining a fan base. Back then, Instagram was just kind of starting out. It was just kind of starting out. And, uh, you know, there was kind of this this hope that it would it would land a deal with a with an agency or something like that. But um, at the end of the day, it's so it's really rare for somebody to to actually get a career going from those shows. I mean, you have to I feel like you still have to do a lot of the legwork yourself and you, you can't rely on you know, this little 15-minute mo- moment of fame to yeah. to make it all happen. It's so much more than that.
0: You said um, when we were discussing before the show that the, the biggest obstacle for a person like you who really wants to go after your dreams is creating the financial stability to do it and then also fighting the self-doubt. So start with the self doubt. I really want to hear about the finances and how the, uh, the mm-hmm. amazing ways that you've made this happen. Sure. But I think for most people your age, self doubt is such a huge part of being human.
1: Oh man, <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, and especially especially today. I, I think when I was on the show, that was a huge um, battle for me because I had never. That was the first time that I'd really exposed myself to. Um, to singing in public. And I was going through so many, so many battles in my mind. And it was a really huge threshold I was having to cross over. Um, and then receiving the feedback, like reading the YouTube comments and like, that was like really, really rough to, to have to, you know, see what people were, were saying about me. And they told us, "Don't read the YouTube comments." And then of course, everyone's like, "What are they saying?" Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> First thing you do. Yeah, and then you know the self doubt. Um, as you go along doing music, it's just you have to really you have to really build a, a backbone for yourself because no nobody's gonna not everyone's gonna love your music, and you have to be the one who's leading leading the pack and who's the most confident with it, and you. I'm, I'm learning as I go that I can't rely on oh this person said they like it, so it must be good or uh-huh. this person I got this many likes on this photo or this many streams on this you know song it's you know it, you have to love what you're doing and believe in it so much that you're you're just never going to stop, and you've got to just keep <laughs> keep pushing it.
0: You guys, the reason I, I asked Haley to come in is because I think that the position she's in is so, so exemplifies what it's like to be young today and to have the, uh, uh, this extraordinary ability, but to also have to kind of sell that ability to a populace that is going to immediately judge you. Sure. So it's like a person in Haley's position doesn't have the option of not being on social media. Mm-hmm. And oh, yet wish- it's the thing <laughs> that is going to be... The most helpful to her and also the most hurtful, mm-hmm. right sure, and so what I wanted to to explore is how do you put it in a healthy perspective, not just for performers but for every young person, how do you have an identity? That is your own. How do you have a passion that you love and that you don't care whether or not people support you or think you're any good at it?
3: Yeah. Haley, what you said about, I think you said um, you kind of have to grow your own backbone. Mm -hmm. And the way that I would sort of understand that is, or, you know, my language for that would be, you have to have something that you care about more Mm -hmm. than what they think of you. Yeah. And that's the thing that's going to keep you going. So, and, and what they think of you is both the people on YouTube and your own self-critic and even the the, the music execs. Like, mm. you're still doing this, even if you didn't get the big, you know, l- label contract yet. I don't even know the right terminology
4: for that. <laughs> yeah, that's actually the what they call it. it? Label contract. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's called yeah.
3: pot of money. Well, <laughs> really.
1: That's will, essentially
0: what it the is, pot right? Of money. Yeah, the pot of
1: money. <laughs> I will tell you, one of the most like horrifying things and an amazing tool today that we have as musicians um, in for us to get close to the music execs and get close to the playlist and you know there's a a website called submit hub and uh, you pay like a dollar to three dollars per submission of one song at a time and it'll you have all these filters you're like okay well I'm a singer songwriter pop music rock whatever and you can pitch your song to all these people who who God knows how long they're spending all day listening to multiple songs and you know you'll see how long they listen to it and, you're oh. like, and then they give you feedback wow. uh, they'll, so I'll submit a song and like be like okay you know what? I'm just going to put myself out there and I'll get all declines on a song and they'll be like it just wasn't catchy enough for me or like I didn't dig the vocals and I'm just like, <sighs>
0: uh, <yeah. laughs> like yeah, that's your art. so I
1: have to like read oh you God. know and they listen to like 30 seconds
3: and you and know, you keep going I mean, you, that's the yeah, thing. That's, just, that's that backbone or kind of in Brian, in my language, like that's the values piece, that there's something that matters more to you about doing this than the approval of somebody else. That is not to say that the approval wouldn't also be great. Right, like I right. hope that for you. But <laughs> yeah. the, and, the
1: approval is, is, it's tough because like in one sense, yeah, I don't want, I know not everyone's going to dig what I'm doing, but you know, you have to have approval in yeah. order to get a a larger fan base absolutely. and to get your music out there. So it's this really right. weird balance, we yeah,
0: very, awful catch twenty
4: yep. yeah. two. Yeah, yeah. You have to love what you're doing, and I love the fact that that that's the thing that you lead with. But you're right; if you want to give up your day job <laughs> and and make a living doing this, then you actually do need the approval. Right. But the YouTube, I mean, I think. Sheila to your point i mean the average listener is not trying to get a record contract they're just spending a lot of time seeing how many likes they get on a facebook post or an instagram post or mm-hmm. something but it's the same sort of thing right except that except well maybe yeah except that for haley you she has to she has to get someone to like it oh yes in order yeah. to get the gig or to get the deal or to get the big pot of money or whatever, right? Hmm. But, you know, as far as looking at things like uh, the comments on the YouTube or the, you know, the social media stuff, I I sort of think that there are people out there who that's, you know, you sing and play and there are other people who just like to hate on social media and that's sort of like what they do. And of course, it's not representative, right? I mean, it's like I look at a restaurant and I think, oh, there's like two Yelp reviews. I guess only two people have been to this restaurant. (laughs) No. Right. Right. Like all day, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people went to that restaurant and they'll go again. But they don't hop on and be like, yeah, it was really delicious. It was great. And I actually made a recommendation to a friend to come here. But if somebody, for whatever reason, gets bad service or doesn't like what they eat, they're like, I'm going to put that on. But isn't that ah. a
3: beautiful metaphor, though, for what our minds do? Hmm. Like, our minds are constantly giving us all of this information and feedback, and yet the things that we cling to are those, like— two really grumpy reviews that oh, our yeah. mind like, right. gives us. It's, it's like, totally. you're totally. just a piece of crap. Oh, well, that's the one that I'm going to take as, as true. Right, that just ruined my
1: whole week. Right, exactly. yeah. Right. Yeah. right,
0: So you had a wonderful way of saying, look, this is my career. I'm going to do this by starting a Kickstarter program. So what was that like to say, I believe in myself so much that I'm going to ask other people to support me in the creation of my album?
1: Kickstarter is one of those things where I, I just I have no other choice but to ask for help <laughs> as an independent artist. You know, um, I I've done two Kickstarters now. Um, the second one was a little smaller donation. Uh, I I raised just over seven grand this last one, um, and I worked up the courage to do the Kickstarter because I read um, Amanda Palmer's Art of Asking. Which is an amazing book. Yeah. She's like the first person who started she got like the million dollar Kickstarter going, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know, just not being afraid to to be vulnerable and put yourself out there and ask for help, and you'd be amazed at how many people show up and will want like I had a guy in Boston who walked by an open mic I was playing at a couple of years ago at the Star Theater patio. He heard me singing and looked at my music. And was really excited about it, and he donated a thousand dollars to my Kickstarter for a solo house show. So he's flying me out this week to play a show for her birthday in That's Boston. So cool! Uh-huh. And you know, just like little things like that, like you just—it's really a gift that we have that that tool. And um, I really always encourage people if they're in a position to not, you know, if they can't afford to make their art, you know. Just don't be afraid to ask. Um, so, one of the things
0: that it always strikes me is that we we think about musicians being in such a different realm. Like they have guitars and they have bands and they <laughs> they're on the road. But in many ways what we're all doing is attempting to try to have other people buy what we're selling. We're, you know, yeah. we're cre- you guys are you're selling your counseling, your wisdom. I'm selling my ability to be a communicator. And so what I want to talk about is how, what are the underpinnings of self-confidence of being able to get to this place where we so believe in what it is we have to offer that we can do? What are some of the things we can start thinking about?
3: Well, I mean, from my perspective, I think I, I'm just speaking now as Jenna, the human, not yeah. Jenna, the psychologist. Yeah. <laughs> Jenna, the human, I have to know what matters to me. And as soon as, as soon as I'm really clear that I have, like, this really means something to me and I have passion for this, then the people that kind of are also interested in that same thing, they'll be drawn to that. And then the rest of the folks who aren't interested in that thing that's really meaningful to me, well, you know, they're they're not my tribe. They're not the ones that I, in your language, sort of need to be selling to anyway. So for me, it sort of starts with that self-knowledge of knowing, like, this is my backbone. This is the thing that really
4: matters to me. That's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you do, you need followings, right? You need somebody to hire you. Yeah. But it also seems like you have to be, uh, and this is not the right way to say it, but this is what's showing up in my head. You have to kind of be your, you have to be your first fan. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like, you have oh, to decide, beautiful. Like, sure. That's beautiful. Like, I care about this and this touches me, whether it's something I wrote or whether it's something you, you write and sing and perform. Um, that it's like this. This is important to me, and it would be lovely if some people got on on board with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because not because then it's worthwhile, not because then it's good. Mm-hmm. Just then I get to do more of it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right? exactly that right. That it's an end into itself. And as you have followings and Kickstarter contributions and all of that, then it's like yay. I get to do this more, more often. Right, exactly.
3: Um, and can I say one more thing about sure.
4: confidence, though? Because
3: I think people think of confidence as this feeling that you get. It's sort of like, okay, I'm going to sit here and wait until <laughs> oh, I feel confident, and then I'm going to do it. Like, Haley, my guess is when you signed up to be on American Idol or when you signed up for Kickstarter, you probably did not feel confidence. Oh, you're... White knuckling the you know, whole time. absolutely. <laughs> and so the thing, totally. I, I, you know, confidence actually comes from this conjunction, um, a Latin word "confideli,"ty meaning with faith, and it's it's a verb. It's you're acting with faith in yourself. It's oh, not a feeling. Beautiful. It's a like I am going to act with faith in myself despite how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. That's so That's good. That's what confidence is.
0: When we were talking about that, Haley, like just the rigors of what you have to do, you're in a van, you're with a bunch of other guys in your band. It's like <laughs> not the best, <laughs> most conducive Stinky. thing to health, <laughs> but you really carve out a place for yourself to make yourself well, especially when you're when you're feeling anxiety-ridden or, you know, slightly depressed. Talk yeah, about I, that if you would.
1: I really try. Um, I, this, this year I've struggled with anxiety and all like, so it's been the most intense in my life. I don't know if it's just because I'm traveling so much and my body is not used to that or I'm just putting myself out there more. But, but man, like I've, um, I've really just, I don't know. I've had to take time to, to be alone, to, to just sit and, and breathe, to go be out in nature. I just spent, you know, three days camping with no cell phone reception. And on one hand, I was like, <gasps> I'm not used to this. And on the other, it was like so healing.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and honestly, just talking about what the things I'm anxious about um, with other people is really helpful. And, um, you know, it's kind of one of those things I'm realizing is it's always going to be there. But am I going to latch on to it and let it? like pull me down and paralyze me, or am I going to rise above it? And, you know, yeah, there's, there's a reality of ter- 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 terrible, awful things happening to anybody all the time, and that's mm-hmm. the thing, things I worry about. But I just want to—I truly just want to be like a more present, happy, peaceful person, mm. and that's every day I try to do that.
3: I absolutely <laughs> love that you just sort of acknowledged— Oh, you didn't you didn't find the secret to make anxiety go away. It's not like you went camping and oh, I don't feel anxious anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
2: totally. But,
3: but this idea that you can do things so that anxiety is not running the show for you, right? Um, and and that's really what's important, right? You want to be able to be present in your life to the things that matter. Even when anxiety is there, and I think that's the message that we don't hear very often. We hear this kind of false message of, "Well, I used to be really anxious and not confident, but now I'm very confident and I'm not anxious
4: anymore." <laughs>
3: like I want to be that changed. person. I'm Right, cured. right. 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 Yeah, Do you know about right. that pill? Right, it's
4: a it's no. It's a, a campsite.
3: It's a <laughs> campsite. Well, case. I mean, because <laughs> it's like
4: as you as you build belief in yourself and and you have more confidence in in the traditional sense of confidence, like I've got this, then you reach a little further, and now you're on the edges of the kind of you're on the circumference of the circle that contains all the things that you're good at or that that you've done before, and then you feel a little bit of anxiety about that, and then that becomes Mm -hmm. comfortable, and you reach a little further, and then the anxiety shows up again, of course. And one of the things that I sometimes talk to the folks that I work with about is, um, They will look to distract from their anxiety. Like, I just need to stay busy or I need to do this or I mm. need to do that. Sort of like, and I wish that the visuals were here, but like if you had a flashlight that had a narrow beam and it's staring at the anxiety and what you're trying to do is move it over here so that you look at that and you're like... I'm not feeling anxious. I'm not feeling anxious. I get out of my head. I'm not mm-hmm. having those thoughts. It's okay. I'm fine. I'm breathing. You know. So true. And and I like to think of it more like the 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 flashlights that allow you to go from a beam to a flood, hmm. where it's like, okay, I've just spread out the light, and I'm and I can still see the anxiety, but not just the anxiety. I see the anxiety. And this other thing and I can make room for it. Sometimes Jenna and I use this term expansion when we, when we talk about that kind of thing where it's like I have room for these other things, especially the things I really care about and anxiety gets to come along with for the ride
0: right because you've pointed out before Jenna that anxiety in its most pure form is all the things we kind of like it's like right heart racing
3: because <laughs> yeah. it's exciting yeah. you know yeah. I'm so it's almost like love a little bit right yeah physiologically anxiety is yeah. almost exactly it's the excitement. same as excitement yeah. exactly right. it's just our, how our mind minds mess with yeah. us yeah, yeah. yeah. thank but, my mind but this <laughs>
0: to me um, Haley is so important especially for young women your age because I do think there's a little remapping of brains that are going on by the constant checking on phones. How am I doing? What are my numbers like? Who's doing what and why aren't I doing what they're doing and the comparison thing? like How are you coping with the idea that Haley Johnson is on this path, and this is my path, and Mm. I I am not comparing myself to Rihanna. Today, anyway.
1: (laughs) How do I I not do that on a daily basis?
0: Yeah. Uh, At least for this moment, right?
1: (laughs) Right. Um, Well, something that I've really tried to be more mindful of is that what I'm doing, um, I I really want to be aware of not doing this for my own egotistical reasons and Oh, I want to be like rich and famous and you know, that's obviously that's a part of what this the music business and entertainment industry is about, but like I forget sometimes that what I'm doing is like it means something to people and it it helps people. Like I've had, you know, people reach out to me and tell me how how much their my album, latest album has help them get through something or they woke up they couldn't sleep at four in the morning they just turned my album on and like it brought them peace and I'm just like holy crap like that is that's what it's all about Mm. like this is not this is so much bigger than me like I'm not saying I'm a, a savior and I can help everybody but like if my own um you know idiosyncrasies and ways of putting that out in the world helps someone else feel less alone in their struggle then like I have to do everything in my power to keep doing that, even if it scares me.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. even if it means anxiety is going to show up and self-doubt is going to come along. Like if you can keep your eye on, oh, but but maybe I could do something that, that could make a difference in this world to, to other people or to contribute in some way that's mm-hmm. meaningful to me. Yeah. When you can keep your eye on those things as well as like noticing the anxiety that's there, like that's what makes it worth it, yeah. I would think. It's,
1: it's very, uh, it's, it is exciting. Yeah, right, <laughs> see? <laughs> and I'll just say, Haley, I've
0: probably interviewed like 500 young artists, and the thing that um, really determines those who actually go on is that marker that you just noted. It becomes less about my goal is to become a star because those people burn out very quickly when they realize they don't have enough fortitude to keep going because it's such a difficult path. Mm. And they realized, no, I'm an artist, and this is the art that I'm creating in this world right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so I, I, I honestly think, um, enjoy this next song, because it's not going to be very long before we won't be able to buy your tickets.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which
0: would be a good thing, right? <laughs> I'll always yeah. get you backstage pass. <laughs> okay, so this one's called Cinderella. You want to tell us anything
1: about it? Yeah. Um, yes, so this song was written... Um, I came home from a tax appointment last year, and uh, I was very sad <laughs> when I got home, just feeling very defeated. Hold on, <laughs> get this tuned up. And uh, I came home and sat on my piano, and I was just like, "I something's got to come out here." And I looked up at my ceiling, and there's spider webs everywhere, and my house smelled terrible because I forgot to take the garbage out, and I was just overall feeling really pathetic. Like, I'm, I need to do better. I need to be a better adult. How am I ever going to be successful? How am I ever going to feel, like, financially secure if I don't, if I don't do better? And I, as I wrote this song, I sort of realized I needed to give myself more grace and realize that, like, it's, uh, yeah, it's all going to be okay. <laughs> and, and it's okay that I'm at where I'm at right now. So, just make sure this is in tune for you guys. So, it's called Cinderella. <laughs> Sorry.
2: I've had three cups of coffee and all Forgot to take the trash out This week's filling to the brim The spiders on the ceiling And they're watching me get by I'm standing on the sidelines tonight But when I wake up I'll run the water And clean the wine up off the rug Yeah, I'm a fired up Cinderella Just trying to, just trying to keep up Yeah, I'm dying to, I'm dying to be someone I've seen my mother smiling, walking with a ball and chain. I've heard my father crack a joke through all his aches and pains. Oh, to keep the lights on for my brother and I, just knowing it'll be all right. But when I... I'll run the wash and clean the wine up off the rug Yeah, I'm a fired up Cinderella Just trying to, just trying to keep up Yeah, I'm dying to, I'm dying to be someone Sometimes when I can't sleep and my stomach churns with each heartbeat, I imagine Run. Yeah, I'm a fire of Cinderella Just trying to Just trying to keep up Yeah, I'm dying to I'm dying to be someone Yeah, I'm dying to I'm dying to be someone
0: Haley Johnson, wow, Wow. so unbelievable to have you in again. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And so back to social media, people can follow you at Haley Johnson.
1: Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they can follow me at Haley Johnson, M-U-S. Yeah, Haley Johnson Music. And that's Haley Johnson with an S-E-N, not an S-O. That's right. Thanks again, Haley. (laughs) Thank you guys so much.